So I recently finished a consulting project with a landscaping company, which is funny because I'm always talking about landscaping companies on this show. Uh, but the final part of this consulting project was to hire the new marketing director who was going to take the brand from where they are today, execute on the playbook that we had developed together, and then, you know, take them out to the next to, to scale. And so I had a check in with this marketing person. And uh, they were, you know, putting in a lot of effort, doing a lot of the right things, but they had made one critical mistake uh, that could have cost them thousands of dollars, but we fixed it. We caught it in time. We fixed it. I want to make sure you don't make the same mistake. Let's get into it. So the big thing that uh, they were going to make a mistake on was really just getting too precious with the type of content they were producing for the brand. So we had this whole playbook. We had a lot of theories, hypotheses, uh, content areas for them to develop in. But ultimately, it was their job to take all of those things and begin creating content against it. And what happens a lot of times is that we get you know, you get a new person in this role, you get a new company, new CEO, new marketing leader, whatever it might be, uh, who wants to extend the brand and they want everything to be perfect, right? And that makes perfect sense. But you want the the assets to look identically, you know, correct. You want uh, the messaging to be extremely precise and on point with the audience. You want all of the assets to feel like they come together in a great way and they, they represent the brand. Of course, everybody wants these things. But especially when you're starting out, the most important thing is that you're finding messaging and market fit. Okay, so just like you looked for product market fit when you were building the business, you need to make sure that your messaging and market fit together, that you what you are saying is resolving the actual customer need and that those two things are coming together in your content. And there's only one way to really realistically do that. It's not by spending a bunch of time, you know, thinking internally, brainstorming and being able to come up with the perfect ad that you then deploy. Now, if you have you know millions and hundreds of millions of dollars, and you can hire uh, research analysts and and all and and focus groups and all of these things to develop a Super Bowl ad that then will go out one time to millions of people, ignore this. Thank you for listening. Reach out to me, but ignore this, okay? It, otherwise, for everyone else, you do not have the resources in order to follow that process. So what you need to do is the famous document versus create. Obviously, I didn't come up with this, but we've used this uh, for uh, all of our customers. We've used this now for our own brand. And what that means is that you are going for volume versus uh, perfection right? You're pushing out a, a volume of content that you have documented, whether that be your process, whether that be a day in the life, whether that be a podcast, with, you know, like we're doing right now, whether it be customer questions, complaints, like there's a million different ways that you can go about this, but you document the things that you are doing in your day-to-day -day business and you push those out, you promote those, you distribute those in order to get as much volume into the marketplace as possible and then begin tracking signals of success or failure against that volume. 
Okay, so you, you when you're putting out that type of volume, let's say you're putting out four uh, Instagram stories a day, two Instagram posts, four Facebook posts or ads, one ad and three posts or whatever, uh, a YouTube video, several tweets, a LinkedIn series. If you're putting all of that volume out an email marketing series, you're going to have lots of signals as to which pieces of content the community engages with and which ones they completely ignore. And that's that's good. You want that. You want there to be pieces that they ignore. Because what that allows you to do then is say, okay, these are the topics and the types of content and the concepts that resonate with my audience and that I should create more of, and these do not work. And we can push that aside. And now we can double down on the things that are actually resonating. So once you've done that, you sweat the assets, you push as much as you can out of those uh, documented materials, then you double down, you create show concepts. We've talked about this previously, that train your audience to engage with that content on a regular cadence. And then you then only then when you've done all of that, you've documented You've created a volume of content. You've looked for the social signals to know whether uh, something is resonating or not. You've uh, developed those, you know, those higher performing assets into more developed concepts. After you've done all of those things, then you can spend the time and money to create those concepts into high end productions uh, that, you know, may carry you even further as a brand, but only then there's four steps prior to that. And if you skip those steps, you're just doing a disservice to your customer base because you're wasting their time and you're not effectively serving them and your brand because you're spending a bunch of resources and assets on something that you don't know is effective. So forget about creating a masterpiece, document you know what it is that's going on in your day-to-day business, sweat the assets and find what works that way. Hope this helps. We'll see you tomorrow.